hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stock car racing Gotta get it hyped, Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by Hey, True North Racing, let's go Oh man, guys, welcome back to episode 51 of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. Holy crap, guys, man, we, we, man, we have a great episode going for you guys today. Uh, you know, thank you guys for waiting this out as always because, you know, we record on Sunday nights and this episode drops on t- today, Tuesday morning. Um, so anyways, guys, the past week, uh, you know, we've been busy busy i think in the past week we've had six or seven new drivers i believe sign on with joe media and promotions and that brings our total i can't i think that's what we're at but anyways we're up to like 23 24 drivers like holy crap guys you guys are outstanding thank you to everyone who reaches out and seeing if they can still have a spot on the team for the 2022 season you guys are making this possible for me to pretty much do this and uh you know i i gotta thank each and every one of you um oh man the past week holy crap so you know with the kids having march break and unfortunately we didn't have motor ammo last week uh we uh you know we we got the kids on tuesday this week and and thankfully enough between jacqueline myself and her family we were able to keep an eye on our we were able to have our kids here uh, my, my boys here for the weekend and you know we had a lot of fun uh we got to go to the outdoorsman show on thursday uh can't remember what we did wednesday i don't remember what we did wednesday night i feel like i'm gonna be get slapped by jacqueline here um when when i tell when she hears this um also we man what else did we do we had a lot of fun uh we we celebrated um my best friends uh for uh, my best friend's kid uh, so their son, uh, we, we went up and, uh, and visited them on the weekend and celebrated his first birthday. So happy birthday, Wyatt, uh, Billy, happy belated birthday because it was, uh, last week. Um, you know, thank, uh, it was such a good time. We had, you know, I always enjoy seeing my buddies and, uh, you know, and having their, and seeing their kid grow after knowing them since I was, uh, oh man, my buddy Brandon, myself have known each other for about 13 years now. And, uh, Jamie, I've known her for about, uh, since I was about 15, 16, 16. So it's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, but you know, I got, I, they're such dear friends of mine. It's, it's always a pleasure getting to see, getting to see them and, uh, celebrating their, and obviously being there for the celebration of their son's first birthday was, uh, obviously, uh. Uh, very welcoming and we got to thank I have to thank them for letting us come over and uh celebrating with them uh man dropped uh, you know I, I was worried about uh, maybe we weren't going to get an episode in this week but uh you know we, we we're through but there's always my hopes that you know <laughs> something will happen and uh as always tonight was I was cutting it a little close after dropping my boys off tonight and what we were able to get back, we were able to record this amazing episode of the True North Racing Podcast with Mr. Paul Pepper. And, you know, it's it's such a great <laughs> when you guys are listening to this and you hear me laughing. I'm sorry. It was it was funny to record. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. And, you know, I, I you know, Paul was a great sport. I got to thank him for jumping on with us this week. It was a pleasure chatting with him as always. And, you know, we enjoy every, all our guests who come on. But, yeah, they uh you know, there's going to be some good stories in there that you guys, uh, are going to enjoy very, very much. Um, oh, what else? Oh, so anyways, let's, uh, you know, I, I told you guys last week about the Canadian Vineyard Modifies. There hasn't been too, too much going on right now, but as of it sits right now, today on Sunday, we are 41 days. So on, when you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, it'll be 39 days before we go back racing at Flanderbrough Speedway and I am excited man my, we're just over a month away we're about a month and a half away now and you know just yeah just about a, about a month and a half and you know I, I saw a paint scheme tonight 
of uh, Quinn Murdoch, and I, I I'm gonna share it up on the uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook for the uh, Hobby Club. Man, does it look good! It is gonna look so slick out on that track at Flamborough Speedway this summer. So make sure you guys uh, check that out. Um, it'll be up on our Facebook page longer than it'll be up on our Instagram page by the time you guys hear this. So don't be afraid to head on over there, making sure you guys are liking, following, and uh, sharing the crap out of the Canadian Vision Modifies, the Young Drivers Canadian Vision Modifies Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages to help us grow our social medias over there. Um, over here on Jumbo Media, you guys have been insane over the past little bit to the point where I'm, I like I said, I'm still getting confused as to what's what and who's who. Um, you know, to all the drivers and everyone who's joining on with Joe Media this year, you thank you guys. Um, this year alone, uh, you know, we've added some teams, and I, at this point, I have no clue where I am. Uh, so, you know, I gotta welcome back. I'm gonna welcome back a couple of our uh, uh, guys who have stuck around for three years. This is their this this they, these two drivers and teams. This is going to be their third season repping Jomo Media. And, you know, from, from when I first started this thing two years ago in 2020, they've stuck with me. They've been by, they, they've been, they've, they've toughed it out with me that first season, you know, in, with COVID and everything. They've, uh, they, they both signed back on last year, which is amazing. And, you know, they're coming back again for a third season, which I thank you guys so much. So the guys this week, this one's this one's gonna be my favorite one, uh, as far in terms of uh, nostalgia for me. Again, not even nostalgia, but you know the third year, third anniversary of being Joe Media Drivers. I have to thank the man that helped me get started on all this, Mister Logan Dillon. Logan is a racer from Friendswood, Texas, and he drives. Uh, frick, I I'm not sure what he's driving this year, but I know it's gonna be badass. I believe it's the uh, uh, Micro Sprint. Logan, please message me if I'm wrong, buddy. I really hope I'm not. And uh, he's down there all the way in Texas. Yeah, that's a great story. If you guys haven't listened to that story, make sure you guys go check out episode one of the True North Racing Podcast with our guest, Logan Dillon. And we're going to talk about, and we talked about everything with him. And I got to get him back on the show to see what his plans are for this year and uh, see what he's been up to lately. And our next driver is going to be Ryan Houston. And if you got and if you guys checked it out last year, Ryan did a episode of the True North Racing podcast in we recorded in December of 2020, but his episode did not air until I think almost February um, of 2021. So go check out that one as well. We got to go. We got to know Ryan. Um, unfortunately, of course, during because of COVID, I wasn't able to get out and go see him. But last year, uh, near the end of the season, at the end of the season. Uh, Jacqueline and myself, we made the trip down the 401 all the way to uh, South Buxton, Ontario to go check out Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And, you know, that was such a facility there. It's such, oh, if you guys haven't have never been to Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, they, they do a lot of work. They've been putting a lot of work and time and effort into that track. And it is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful facility, beautiful track. And I know they are, they're not slowing down anytime soon, but Ryan Houston drives the number 92H mini stock down there at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. Uh, Ryan has uh, Ryan's been with us for three years now. He's uh, he was the first official Ontario driver to sign on with us, and I got to thank his wife Elena Houston for uh, uh, doing all the dirty work and working with us and getting everything. Uh, you know, it, it's been fun. It's it's been great getting to know the family. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to get down back down there again and do another vlog for them in 2022. And, oh, it's Friday night light. So I may have to take a half day at work or something and, and head on down, but you know, it's going to be a lot of fun regardless. Um, they've, uh, Ryan's improved so much since his rookie season two years ago with being a, uh, uh, rookie mini stock driver down there at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And even last year, he was he was running for top fives in the mini stock division down there. And I'm sure uh, this year, after the work I've been seeing that they've been putting into the car over the off season, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna go out and have fun as they always do, and they're gonna go out there and, and compete the best that they can. So thank you to Ryan and Logan for jumping back on board with us this year. You guys are uh, you guys are the true heroes of of Drama Media right now because uh, you guys stuck by me for three years and continue to let me do 
what I do here. So thank you guys so much for everything you guys do for, uh, do for Joma Media as well. Uh, so we got, like I said, it's going forward. We are going to be going over quite, quite a bit more Jomo Media drivers as we get countdown towards the season. Like I said, guys, we got 39 race days, 39 days before we go racing back again with the Canadian Modifieds down there at Flamborough Speedway. And of course, make sure if you guys can't go make it to the Saturday, check out the Sunday of Motorama Car Show. And uh, hopefully in the next couple weeks, I might be able to announce something. I don't know. We'll have to see going forward. Um, but yeah, we got, we got, so, you know, there's a few, there's tons of things happening behind the scenes here at Joe media, uh, for the past little bit. And I'm so excited. Uh, when, once everything gets the green light, I cannot wait to, uh, I cannot wait to announce it and let everyone know what, what the big, what the big plans are. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully it's in the next couple of weeks. I don't want to keep you all waiting for too long. Um, yeah, other than that, guys, I I got nothing else for y'all. It's you know we're we're going we're getting ready for racing. We're gearing up for race season, and of course this week, guys, we got Paul Pepper joining us here. So uh, why don't why don't we just bring him on in now? Yeah, let's bring him on in. This week on the True North Racing Podcast, guys, we are bringing to you Mr. Paul Pepper. Paul, how are you, man? Doing good. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. How's your off season going? Uh, pretty good. It's uh. It's it's been pretty calm compared to the last few off seasons. Uh, we uh, you know this year's big thing was hanging the body on the car, which uh, Andy did probably ninety nine point nine percent of the work on. Uh, so yeah, um, compared to stripping the car down two years ago to the to the chassis and building it back up, it's been a pretty calm off season. I've actually been able to get some stuff done around my house, which has been like four four years overdue. So pretty good. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen the uh, the work that Andy did on on your car. Obviously, I I I, I keep an eye out on all the race just for the most part here in Ontario. And yeah, you know, I had to say even even the body when it was just all black, just sending Andy shot was like, damn, that looks mean already. Like, yeah, it was, uh, and that's what I was skeptical because we had like so I put that Gen Six body on the car in 2020. Yeah, which made uh, which I was approved to do, and uh, made a lot of people cry. Uh, <laughs> so I had to change the nose after the first race on that one, and then it, it just looked good. Like it looked really good. I know it was a late model body on a super stock or whatever, but yeah, uh, we, we were kind of debating this year, like what body do we put on it? And you know that new sportsman body from Five Star. You look at some pictures, it looks really good, and uh, you know you look at uh, guys like uh, Carson Maggie's car looked really good this year, and so did uh, Sean Chenoweth's car looked really good this year. So we just bit the bullet and said, okay, well, we'll throw that body on. At least we're going to meet all the rules, and we should exactly body this year. So is my Brian Sudsbury shirt? Uh, is that okay? Perfect. I'm oh yeah, sure. yeah, it's in the shot. Don't worry. All right, on good. <laughs> get Brian Sudsbury and HumberviewParks.ca in here. <laughs> Got to make sure you're supporting the sponsors, right? That's right. Um. So yeah, that's actually you know. At least you're able to uh, uh, start obviously using that front bumper, and obviously, you know the 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 car looks really good. It's it's looked good for the past two years, and that's obviously and not gonna lie, that's probably kind of when you ended up on my radar in terms of racing. I, I've mostly been hanging around with mini stocks guys and a uh, couple super stock guys, but mostly around Flambro. Um, and before that, it was a lot of pro late model stuff. I I hung around with guys for so up until a couple of years ago, you actually never ended up on my radar, surprisingly, but. Uh, you know, how, so let's talk about it. How did you get involved in racing and when did you start racing yourself? Uh, yeah, so I grew, I, I don't want to say I grew up around racetracks, but, um, my, my grandparents lived in Fort Erie. Uh, so when I was a kid, I would go down there in the summer times and my dad would actually take me to uh, Merrittville and then, uh, it was called Gasport at the time. I think it's called Humberstone. Humberstone. Yep. Oh yeah, Humberstone now, and uh, I just got like the first time at Humberstone, just got hooked. And I think I was maybe seven, six, seven years old. You know, just got absolutely hooked. Um, you know, we after the races, they let you come out onto the track and walk around into the pits. And I remember as a kid going around and picking up like all the <laughs> all the scrap parts from all the wrecks that night, and you know, bringing them back. My dad was good enough to put them in the trunk because I was like, I'm gonna build a race car, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, I just remember as a kid like going there and then going into the pits and. Uh, you know, feeling the the heat on the on the tires and smelling the race fuel and, and all that, I was just I was hooked right away. Um, moved away to uh, northern Ontario for college uh, to North Bay, and then ended up living in Timmins. Um, 
that's part of my life. Probably won't really be talking about <laughs> living up there. But uh, anyway, I uh, met, uh, met up a guy with a guy, uh, Chris Luco, who worked with me at a construction company out in Timmins, and he was heavy into racing. And I didn't, you know, didn't know exactly how heavy into it he was, but um, he was actually helping out Andy Camrath on okay. um, Andy's 2017 partial APC schedule. Yep. So I ended up, uh, you know, shooting the, sh- shooting the crap with uh, Chris and uh, ended up going down to a race in Sauble. So I drove from Timmins to Sauble in one day, which is about an eight hour drive. Good and Lord. Uh, yeah, and I uh, ended up hanging around with uh, Chris and Andy and the whole 35 team, um, you know, with Sean Chenoweth and all those guys. And it just got the juices flowing. And uh, that was like I said, 2017. And there was, I knew leaving that night, I had to somehow get you know, involved in racing, whether it was helping guys out or buying my own car or, or whatever. So the, the drive back to Timmins was a long thought of how do I get number one closer to Southern Ontario, which yeah. you know, living in North Bay is still, uh, still, uh, you know, everyone's like, well, it's far away, but you know, sunset's only two hours, two and a half hours down the road. From yeah. Um, so yeah, getting farther South and then what do I want to do? So I was originally going to buy a mini stock. Yep. And, um, saw this uh, Thunder car come on, I think it was Ontario parts and race cars for sale or whatever it was, and ended up buying it, not knowing what the heck I was doing, and <laughs> started from there. You know, the, the only other racing I had before then is it's going to sound pretty cliche, is this uh, iRacing. Like, yeah. I mean, that's usually the case, and that's where a lot of guys get their start, right, is iRacing, and, and, uh, and you know, that, that's, where the, that's where the juices start going to really also get uh, – real life experience as well nowadays so who did you buy the first your first car off of then so it was nick hamill okay um, he's a Sabo guy um uh bought it off nick uh chris rude rock uh built the car with the car fab okay and um uh, i got hooked up with chris through craig Camrath. yep um craig um i always liked uh andy's uh, late models how they looked and they always had image wraps on I had no idea what image wraps was yeah uh found out it was Craig and uh you know him and his dad's company so reached out to Craig to get a wrap yep and uh Craig told me about the car and um uh, who built it and you know all that so Craig turned me on to Chris and had a had a good um <clears throat> had a good run with Chris um with Carfab you know went down and met him and uh, he only kind of asked me what I was looking to get into. And because of my work schedule, it was nothing like um, the first year anyway. It was nothing uh, crazy as far as yeah. uh, just to learn, right? And Chris uh, Chris and his wife, Ashley, uh, really took me in and, uh, you know, really helped me out the first two years of, uh, of racing that uh, metric car down in Sauble and then Sunset and kind of all around. Nice. So obviously going from there, what was your – so if I remember correctly, and please do – please correct me if I'm wrong uh was it your first or your second year that you because i think i saw something on your facebook page about you throwing it back to uh when you did your car up as lightning mcqueen is that correct <laughs> no no that's when i bought the car <laughs> that's what it, okay yeah when i when i bought the car when you it bought was, it that's uh, what it looked like yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay Nick, um Nick, i think had it as like he was running it a little bit i think at like a couple races here and there okay uh, he had it from my understanding anyways a show car and it was wrapped as lightning mcqueen and on their oh, okay it had perforated uh, wrap that had the eyes. So you could actually see it through the windshield, but yeah. it looked like eyes of like the queen on the front of it. So yeah, okay. it was, uh, buying, the, buying that was like, okay. <laughs> 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 okay. So that makes a lot more sense now. Cause I, I think, I think, I guess I think it's when I saw pictures of the car and that, and that's what kind of brought to my mind. Um, but at least we got that cleared out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, so tell me, so your first race year would have been about what 2018 then 2018 was our first year how'd your um, first race go um uh, i didn't wreck so it went pretty good that's a plus that's <laughs> yeah. always a plus yeah i went out <laughs> testing with um i still remember that i have a video of it actually i went out testing uh, at sunset with uh chris luco and andy camrath and like i've never sat in a race car in my life yeah so i buy the race car bought the trailer you know i'm you know just buying tools as i need them not knowing what the heck's going on and I remember like getting in and going out onto the track. There's actually videos where, you know, what sunset you go down the back stretch and you yep. come down in three. Well, I actually came out where you're supposed to go in, and I came out at like a turtle's pace. Oh and, god! Yeah, yeah. It was like, thankfully there was no other cars there, but um, you know, it took a few laps to get going, and uh, the test went okay. The you know, didn't, uh, didn't spin out. 
and uh, I took a blue and oil line. First race was just don't get into trouble, you know, save the car, learn. Uh, I didn't know what stagger was. I didn't know sway bars. I didn't know spring rates. I didn't know anything. So uh, the full first year was like that. Um, the first year we came out clean. We didn't, uh, we didn't have any like spectacular runs, but we didn't destroy the car either, which was the, the main goal of. of that's always a plus. Yeah. When you don't wreck the and car then, and it comes home in one piece, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then 2019 was, uh, we ended up racing a sawball the whole year, uh, for the championship there. I think we finished seventh or something like that. So. Okay. And how, and how was the, so obviously sunset is a high bank third mile oval. Whereas you go to go up to Sobel and that is a lot tighter of a track and a lot flatter of a track. What was your, obviously you tested on sunset. You went from sunset to Sobel. What was the adjustment like going, uh, going from sunset to Sobel? Uh, pretty dramatic. As you said, they're two completely different tracks and drive completely differently. Um, but the one nice thing about going to Sobel full-time in 2019 was we're going to the same track every weekend. Yeah, like I, I wasn't bouncing back and forth between Sunset and Sobel, Sobel, Sunset. It was Sobel every single weekend, so we were actually able to you know, tune on the car a little bit. And we had we had a couple decent runs, considering uh, you know experience uh, uh, for myself. Um, I think we finished like second or third in a heat uh, okay. one year. Uh, you know, again, didn't destroy the car till the end of the year, so that was good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was definitely a big learning experience, but the focusing on the one track was, was nice. And then at the end of the year, we did, we bent the, bent the frame on it, I think, and got a, got a wreck and, and that was it for that car. Ouch. So, so how, so obviously you kept, you kept your nose clean quite often. And of course, you know, the, uh, always the, the worst part is, is that first track you end up getting. And so what was, what was your mindset? after the after the accident because usually i find a driver's mindset will change for a little while until they start getting back into uh uh repetition i was first trying to figure out how i'm going to pay for it (laughs) (laughs) because we had uh so zach sprung blew a motor uh two cars ahead of me and um roy wilkie and him i just saw them spin yeah I hit the brakes, car didn't slow down. I turned left, the car kept going straight. And I was like, okay, use brakes for impact then. Um, but yeah, we had velocity next weekend. Like it was the end of the season. And uh, you know, we pulled the trailer. Couldn't really tell because it was so dark, but it didn't look good when we loaded it into the trailer. And then the next morning, kind of dropped the dropped the door and like, yeah, okay, it's, it doesn't look very good. So yeah, that was it. Um, but yeah, as far as like getting in a rack and going, it's just, I don't know, it's part of it. Yeah. And then, uh, be a little crazy to do this so that's the one thing i always say is you drivers are are one i don't know i don't know how to classify you guys really you can say it (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm ready e for everyone but i i I don't think my my terminology here is ready i think i know what you're saying (laughs) that shit crazy there we go we'll we'll go with that one yeah uh so like you said the car got written off so so for 2020, you got a like a brand new car or a new to you? No, car? no, it wasn't brand new at all. So actually, um, not being able to go to Velocity the weekend after, uh, I still went and was able to, you know, just sit in the stands and drink some beer and have a good time and have no stress. You know, it was yep. pretty good. But I was in the stands, uh, ended up talking to Ryan Semple, and okay. uh, Semple was kind of, you know, he was kind of on the fence whether he wanted to keep racing or, you know, I know he was. Uh, he had a few different goals in life that he was looking to do. And I don't know if racing at the time was one of them. And I told him like, Hey, if you ever, you know, if you ever want to sell that car, yours, just let me know. I'll buy it. And um, uh, you know, that was over a few beers. So, you know, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. And then a couple months later, he messaged me and, and said like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to sell this thing. You know, I'll give you first crack at it. And uh, ended up buying Ryan Stark, which was uh, a former uh, Marty Manette car. Uh, okay. Had- Ryan and Mike Bentley finished off and that car had a lot of success at Sunset Speedway. That car was a, a, a bullet at uh, Sunset. So we knew we were getting a good piece and I knew that uh, yeah, I was going to be able to put some good resources behind it. And when I, when we got it, ended up going out to Flamborough our first race in 2020 with COVID and everything first starting. And I think we qualified 17th and finished fifth. Never, never been to Flamborough. Never seen the place. Never turned a lap in that car. Practice nothing. Yeah. So 
uh, it was good. And then uh, later on that year, went to Jukasa and again, never seen the place. Yep. Uh, ended up tying on the pole with uh, Lane Zardo and finishing third that night too. We needed, we needed another, we didn't need a caution or another 10 laps and we were, we, we would have been in very good shape, but uh, yeah, I uh, got that car off Ryan and it's been, uh, it's been a good car since it's been difficult because we've been, every track I go to except for Sunset or Sobel is a brand new track. Like I've yeah. never seen never seen Jacasa, never seen Delaware, never seen Peterborough. Um, so every time we go to a track, it's brand new. Um, and to have the runs that we've had, we've had some ups and downs for sure. But I think in the APC series this year, especially the first half of the year before we started wrecking and getting in trouble, um, we, you know, we were top five in points and you know, everything was going well. So it's a good piece. It's just uh, I got to keep my head screwed on straight sometimes. Yeah. So let's kind of, we, we jumped ahead a little bit, so I'm going to rewind us a little all bit. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's all good. I really hear you guys talk than myself talk, right? So, you know, you got that car at the end of 2019, 2020, you offloaded. Obviously, the world shut down. You know, what was what was your mindset at when the world shut down there? Like, how how ready were you to go right racing at, you know, March 13th in 2020? Well, I was, I was ready. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was painful knowing that... Uh just the unknowns, like knowing that we've got a, a really good car sitting in the shop and, you know, we've got a, a beautiful looking car and, and uh, it should be a fast car um, with the, uh, you know, with the setup that Semple put in it and uh, not being able to go out there and try it. Yeah. So it was extremely frustrating. But then when we, I think we raced those, I think we had four, four or five of those super stock races that year where, where they called it the, there was before the quick, quick series. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they joined you guys joined uh, um, the APC late models in, the, in that shortened season they had. Yeah, they called them a call, whatever yeah. I forget what it was. But we had, we had, like, they did a for fun points thing at the end of the year, and we were third in, yeah. in points out of the whole province. So, you know, if I, if I hadn't have uh, over, uh, if I hadn't overdriven and drove past my talent level in Sobel, like we probably would have won, you know, that fake uh, championship yeah. pretty neat in year one, even though it was. Yeah. Like whatever but um yeah it was tough uh, 2020 was tough uh, you know i think everybody was you know ready to go racing and um, the world obviously stood still so. yeah and then of course yeah. obviously travel and get to jacasa for your first time uh delaware didn't open but jacasa flambro um Sobel sunset obviously yeah. but we obviously pulling into those places to me i've ne- unfortunately i never got to go to to uh jacasa or a Cayugres. So that, that kind of stings me a little bit because I was planning on going this year. You know, going up to that place, I heard it's absolutely beautiful. What was what was your experience like there? Uh, eyes wide open like during the headlights. <laughs> it was like, I was lucky enough to where I went with uh, Andy and helped Andy out with his mod uh, a few weeks before we actually went and raced there. So I actually was able to see the place and kind of get a layout of everything and um but like going there for the first time like you said it's a crown jewel and it's a it's a damn shame that we're losing that racetrack like that is uh you know that is you could host nascar race there well. like it's oh yeah i mean it's just a facility so uh first time there it uh honestly this is gonna sound really bad to all the like <laughs> real racers out there but it felt like i raced like when I went out to the track, it's like, okay, like we're running at, you know, Homestead or whatever, right? Yeah. And then um, I had Ryan Semple helping me out quite a bit that weekend. Uh, and, you know, he was, you go into turn three and you pass the, the wall where the opening is. And you have to literally like, you have to drive it right into the corner, which is kind of scary because you're going, you know, 110, whatever you're doing there in a super stock. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, you need to get to that light pole before you start to lift. Well, light pole is like in the corner. So it's like, oh, it's like, okay, well, you're so driving like, her deep. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> around the first time, I'm like, all right, well, Ryan says this is where I'm missing all my time. So I end up shut, uh, sending it in there. And uh, yeah, I'm going through the corner. I'm just like, oh, please stick. Just please stick. <laughs> and it's, you know, there's so much grip there with the asphalt. It, it stuck. And, you know, we came around, we were like P3 on the board. And then we ended up being P1 tied with lane uh, after qualifying. So yeah. It was, uh, it was cool to go there. It's a, it's a shame we're not going to be going back there. Yeah. Unfor- I, you know, that's, that's a place that I was really going to try and make an effort to go get out this year. And I hope that, you know, it sucks that we lost Kenny Hill the way we yeah. did. And yeah. honestly, I, that, that say, keep this for whichever you want or, you know, to everyone listening. I truly believe if you gave it another two or three years, we were going to see the truck race there. 
move from from Canadian Time Motorsport Park to there. That's my opinion on it. No one can ever change my mind because that, that is way too beautiful of a track, and they just need a couple of more upgrades to bring it to at least the trucks to bring the trucks to uh, Canada yeah, or to that part of Canada. It definitely would have been up in the air for that for sure, hundred percent. You know, you had a safer barrier in there, and you know, you, away you go. It's close. It's closer to the border than uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park is. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's a shame for sure. So now we're going to jump up to, into, into the last season because you know that's that's you know that's where we were just recently. And how did your season fare out for you? Obviously, you said you were you know top five in points until you, unfortunately, you were <laughs> you started wrecking a little bit more. Um. But what, how was your season going? You know, how prepared were you before the start of the season? And what were your plans going into last season? Um, I, I think we we're, you know, last season was pretty good. It was um, obviously coming into 2020 and just having that small sample size of, you know, four or five races, whatever we did, and running as strong as we did going into last year. We were like, okay, like we've got a legitimate shot at, you know, making some noise here. And, um, uh, for the first, like I said, you know, first uh, few races of that APC deal uh, with quick with the quick quick series, we we're good. You know, we we're top five in points. We came out of Peterborough. You know, I think we qualified well for thirteenth at Peterborough. We ended up finishing sixth, right on uh, you know Dwayne Baker's uh, bumper. You know, so running around guys that have a lot of laps uh, around that place where you know I'd never been there. Yeah. Um, you know, we were feeling really good, and then we went to um, we went to Sunset. And we got into it with Danny Archibald and uh, shocking, I know. Uh, but uh, really from that moment on, the season just kind of started to come off the tracks a bit. <clears throat> um, we had a strong run at sunset for the quick, quick race. Um, um, got into the 17 car, sent us to the back and, you know, just stuff like that all year long. And then for whatever reason, Sobalski uh, Sub, um, and myself have a magnet to each other every single race we hit each other and it's uh it just started to really tear on the car and you know we're, we're breaking we broke ball joints and spindles and you know all this stuff just from you know whatever on the track but uh uh the second half of the year didn't go all so well and then uh the last race at peterborough for the colors um it looked like it was like our season in a nutshell we started up front gotten like four wrecks uh, first pit stop, Sudsy um, uh, cuts the fender off the car. Like, like it's just like we're on lap eight, and oh like, god, we're, we're already missing half the bodies. Like, okay, this is this is pretty much how our season goes. And then uh, ended up finishing top five somehow. <laughs> the color, so it was a good way to end the year. Um, we did get a, a heat win too, which was nice. It's been. Um, you know, everybody asks, when are they going to win? When are they going to win? When are they going to win? And, um, you know, it was nice to finally get a heat win, uh, especially in a fast heat with guys like Lane Zardo and, and Baker and, you know, those guys. Um, would have nice, would have been nice to get a feature, but just wasn't kind of in the cards for, for last year. You know what? And that's, as long as you, obviously, with, with obviously the downfalls you have, you're also going to have your really good highs as well. And, you know, like you say, you just said it yourself, just to get even a heat win in the fast heat against the against Zardo, against Baker, you know, those guys, they've been wheeling a car since they were 13 years old. Or I don't know about I don't know about Baker, but I know I know Lane's been wheeling cars since like 13. Yeah, when he was 13. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that's a guy I need to get on here and talk a little racing with. Oh, I'm um, sure he'd have some stories for you. Oh, probably. I, I love a good racing story so much. Um, he's, he's honestly such, like they call him the bully but like he was honestly so nice and you know we raced each other respectfully and got a lot of respect for Dwayne and yeah uh, his family there it was it was a fun year to race around them and uh you know had a lot of help too obviously and I mentioned Dandy a few times now but Sean Chenoweth uh kind of took me under uh the SCR banner last year for setup wise and help which was a big help uh you know his thunder cars run top you know oh Andy, yeah in one of those cars and they, they're going to win, you know, oh, yeah. you know, uh, if, you know, when, when Sean's putting his stuff in your car that, you know, you should be running up front. If you're not, it's not the car. Yeah. You know, I, it, it's always funny. Cause, uh, you know, the, the guy who used to help out with the pro late models was, uh, David Elliott. Uh, yeah. and of course, you know, <laughs> back in 2010 there, 
we, we had a, I think it was 2010, maybe 2011 as well. We were having quite a few run-ins with, uh, with Mr. Chenoweth and you know, that Sean to me is just a, a, a man of many, uh, uh, forms in my opinion, <laughs> but he's, he's, there's, there's days I'm like, God damn it. I hate that guy. And there's days I'm like, you know, what? he's, a, he's an all right guy. He's an all right guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a good dude. You gotta, you gotta know Sean, but he's, um, uh, you know, he's a very good dude and I'm very, um, appreciative that uh you know he would even take the time to look at my car let alone put something in it so you know and, and that and that's the plus thing is as long as you got a good group of guys surrounding you you know you got Indy camera I, I don't know what that man cannot drive and not go out there and win yeah so from, yeah. from the past few years i've been watching you know keep an eye on him i i'm just saying i'm like what can't this guy win in like, yeah he's he's a wheel like i'd like to Obviously, I'm a little biased, but like you said, you know, you've, you know, you've, uh, you've seen him throughout the years. I'd like to see him get in something um, a little bit higher up, and I, I yeah. think he'd be fine. You know what I mean? Like, I think he'd have a legitimate shot at winning. He can, he can wheel anything, like you said, and to have uh, the relationship I have with him, and uh, you know, him and his family, and be there, you know, on the weekends and chilling out and help each other out, and you know, kind of picking his brain and getting shit from him and everything. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a good relationship. It's, uh, it's fun to either you know you know what if there's a that's the guy where i want to bring on try and challenge him and see if i can talk to some of the guys i know maybe try you and better get him. you better bring a chair because he'll talk you better bring a chair. <laughs> well i got a chair over there i i'm, I'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to be this a little more healthier thing I'm, I'm working on a standing desk right now but like once i'm done recording i go sit down <laughs> yeah. but the reason the reason i say that is because i I don't know if you know this, and I know a lot of our listeners do, is I'm, I do the media for the Canadian Vision Modifieds. Yeah. And there's times I look at them like, you know what, with how diverse this class is and how open but closed the rules are, I want to see him get in the, go behind the wheel of one of these things and see what he can do. Yeah. Because can, to me, it would just be – it's a different ball game. Yeah, he can, he can wheel a, a wheelbarrow. Oh, sure. There are a lot more. So. <laughs> or, I mean, whatever. Plus 50 pounds, they'll still win. <laughs> yeah. normally whatever advice he's giving me i i listen pretty good you know i'm i'm not uh i i don't think i'm one of those guys anyway where i'm just like yeah i know i know i know i know you know when i got you mentioned it when i've got people like andy and sean and um uh, warren paxton and um taylor holdaway and sean murray and and uh you know you keep naming chris luke O'Brien johnson those are all guys who've been around racing their whole life so Normally when they talk, I listen, you know, there's, there's not too much I'll rebuttal on. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tell them to shut up. <laughs> but, um, no, so it's, it's all about people. And uh, I think I'm surrounded by some of the best. You know, you definitely are, you know, China with being an APC series champion, uh, flame Bros speedway champion. You can't go wrong with him. Andy camera, you know, I don't know if I can't remember if he's actually, he's probably won a few uh, championships, but that he man, hasn't, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't? If you have him on, no, if you have him on, you make sure you tell him, ask him oh. how many championships he's won. That's a point of contention. Well, hopefully no, he's no, not listening. So. I've only, I've only ever won one heat race in my life. <laughs> uh, like Andy, Andy has won every single like huge race to win. There is in Ontario, but he doesn't have a championship yet. So if you ever oh. get him on, make sure you get on with that. But it's coming this year. We're going to, we're going to get him a mod championship this year. Yeah, Andy, you know, Andy, if you're yeah. listening, come on the show one week. I got, I got an opening in June for you with your name on it. I'm sure you'll have a rebuttal to everything I'm saying right now, but <laughs> uh, he would have, you know, last year he dominated in the mods and, uh, you know, had a couple you know, crap luck um, mechanical issues or, you know, yeah. so we're going to get him one this year though. He's going to get his championship and right off into the sunset. He's going to be an old man. You know, he's getting bad. He's old. He's and the shit talking begins already <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a middleman. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> so anyways, let's jump ahead to 2022. You got, you got a, a fresh new look for this year. You know, the car looks absolutely amazing. Uh, Redline, a uh, Redline wraps did a great job on it. You yeah. know, uh, how excited are you for the season? How close are you ready to, for once the snow finally is all gone and, and tracks open up for practice? How ready are you to go racing? Mentally, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to go tomorrow. Uh, I think uh, our team, like a lot of other teams right now, are waiting on parts <laughs> to, yeah. finish, to finish off. You know, like I said, it wasn't a crazy off season, but, um, you know, waiting on some, some stuff just to finish a car off and uh, put a setup in it and go. Um, we're going to run exclusively at Sunset this year. 
Um, like I mentioned, that 2019 year at Sawwell, just running there every single weekend was, uh, I think, a big benefit for myself and able to really learn the car and learn what it likes, what it doesn't like, what I like, what I don't like. Um, so it'll be Sawwell for the points championship this year. Um, Andy's actually going to run the car opening night because I can't be there for work. So you get that one race where you get a mulligan. So Andy's going <laughs> to run. And he's going to run the very first race in the, in the car. So and watch him go out and win a free, uh, win the feature. And that's what everybody's saying. <laughs> like, Oh, what if, you know, what if he goes in and wins? He's like, great. Like, I know the car can do it. Like it's up to me then, you know? So, um, yeah. So, uh, sunset this year, we're going to run a couple invitationals. Uh, we'll get out to, uh, support Mike Schmidt and, um, Frostoberfest, uh, at the end of the year, uh, as well as, uh, the colors, uh, in Peterborough, as long as they have a car, uh, still yep. underneath us. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're looking at the quick, quick stuff and I, I really like what they're doing with the tire rules for that, uh, that series. There needed to be some kind of cost control for, for yeah. that series. And I'm glad, I think they've gone in the right direction for that. Um, for me though, like, like I mentioned, I've been to Delaware twice, uh, Peterborough one twice, like to go to some of these tracks and just chase the setup. Uh, I don't think it's advantageous for, for myself. Um, so we're just going to focus on the sunset this year and, and see what we can do there, which, you know, I mean, you look at the, you look at the weekly racing at sunset, the super stocks, and that is as deep a talent pool as there is in the province at any single track. So, um, it'll be, uh, it'll still be a hard competitive year, uh, for us, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to this year. Sean Murray, like I said, red line, absolutely killed, uh, the paint scheme. It's a little different than what we've done in the past. It's normally, uh, uh, for good reason, there's no wrap on the front of the car because I do run into a few things here or there. But uh, he sent me home with enough blue vinyl to to patch anything that uh, that I need to for uh, for 2022. But um, yeah, super happy with how the car turned out, and um, you know, it was uh, uh, I'd be uh, I'd be ignorant not to mention image wraps and just everything they did for us and how good our cars looked with uh, with image wraps and uh, looking forward to uh, this new um, partnership with with Redline moving down the road. That's awesome. You know, and, and, you know, that, that's the, that's the name of the game this year is that a lot of guys are waiting on parts and, and it just seems to be a, a never ending story for us up here. Cause it's, it always seems like we're the forgotten. Yeah. You know? and, and I'm sure for you being up in North Bay, it's a little more difficult for you to get your parts. It's not that or, bad. It's cause I get, like I order all my stuff through uh, Taylor Coldway. Okay. So he's got a motor state account and, um, you know, he's, his program is blowing up. Oh yeah. Um, so, um, Taylor's taken really good care of me the last three years, uh, for parts. Um, but he's, you know, he's going through the same struggles as everybody else's with supply chain issues. So, you know, it, uh, it kind of is what it is. And I think we, I ordered rims nine months ago. I'm still waiting on rims. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how crazy it is right now. So. Hopefully uh, we get them in the next week or two here and be able to get the car together and get a setup in it and get ready to go. Testing's coming up. Like it's what a month away now. Yeah. About a month, you know, uh, yeah. April, April 20th. I know Flam. I know not sure about sunset, but I know Flamber was April 23rd. Cause yeah, we go, to, we go racing the next weekend and uh, actually I can't, I can't talk about that either. So uh, <laughs> that's something else in the works. I forgot to, I forgot to, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't say anything on yet. Until oh, what do you got for month. us? We're, we're, all, we're live here. Uh, nope. Nope. That's not happening. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing out my chances here. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we got Motorama coming up, which is going to be awesome. You know, we got, I got, I'll be at Flamborough on, on the Saturday night, which will be, uh, which will be fun. I'll be back at the track with the Canadian Vision Modifieds. Um, you know, it, racing's, racing's a month away and I'm excited. You know, I, yeah. I thought it took a long enough off season from my lot from before I started this season. For, for the podcast and clearly i was wrong <laughs> i was like you know what let me let me finish at the end like beginning of november feb you know february right around daytona i'll start again it'll be fine it'll be fine and i'm like i could have kept going this throughout the whole off season it would and it would have been amazing it's uh it's weird because it seems like you you know you're getting the off season it just drags and drags and drags and you know, i don't know what it is this year but it just seems like it's it's, it's been so quick like, yeah it's, uh, I know you hear North Bay, you think 10, like, I, I obviously we're way north than, than you are, but like we're oh, plus yeah. 10 and the snow's melting and <laughs> okay, we're ready to, we're ready to get going here. As soon as you see the, the snow start to melt and the gravel start to show you, you're like, all right, racing is coming. Oh, exactly. You know, we, we, screw the, uh, 
uh, uh, the Groundhog Day. Yeah, we, we just want to see that gravel. Yeah. Don't pay attention to that exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, we're so for right now we're just gonna go and jump into our fan question period. We're obviously, as oh, you saw perfect. earlier, can't wait. I'm sure there's some good ones here. <laughs> oh, there is. As you are, as you saw earlier today, we put out there on our social medias that you were coming on the show tonight, and of course, we got a few questions for you. Are you ready to answer them? I will answer them to the best of my ability. <laughs> The now I may butcher this first one here, and I really hope I don't butcher the guy's last name here. Michael Schrobach. Krobach. Krobach? Yeah. All right, Krobach. Paul, how does your time on iRacing prepare you for the super stock season and vice versa? <laughs> so it's funny that Mike is uh I'm in an iRacing league, pretty good racing league, they call it on uh iRacing, and Mike is the runner of the league. So I think he's looking for some self-promo here. But uh, <laughs> It, it definitely uh, prepares me 1,000%. I don't go on there with uh, before a race weekend. That's a dirty lie. <laughs> Our I second... know, I race at this point, it's just fun. You know, it's, it's nice to get on there. There isn't really – I haven't found a car, whether it be the street stock or the uh, pro late or the super late or the cup car, for that matter, that really, like, handle like a super stock does. So yeah. um, other than just the, the full out, like – competition behind it and having friend, uh, having fun and you know shooting the shooting the shit with your buddies it's that's yeah, pretty much where it is but have fun on iris and i love iris <laughs> our next question comes to us from grant brown and he goes how's the learning from scott eckridge in the past few years on how to really involve your racecraft and how has it transferred to your real life endeavors yeah so scott eckridge is a hack uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's no talent uh, he backs into every single win he's got um all right there, Denny Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I can really say about Scott Eckridge. <laughs> Love you, Scott. Our next question comes to us from Goodfellow Racing, and he goes, "What's your what's your favorite track?" Ooh, probably Jucasa, which sucks because we're never going to go there again. Um, but yeah, I'd say Jucasa. It was just uh, such an experience going there the first time, and the speed that you have there—it's it's unbelievable. Um, it's too bad we're not going there. And then we have Eric Stewart going, would you let me drive your car? I'll keep the fenders on. <laughs> I've seen how Eric races his mini stock, so I, I don't know <laughs> if that's true or not. I mean, I think you could actually vouch for that too, uh, seeing him race around Flamborough, him and his brother. Yeah. Um, but uh, Eric knows. You, uh, you cut me a check for a down payment, you can get behind the wheel, brother. Our next one comes to us comes to us from Nicole Stewart, and she goes, "Why don't you like Tim Horton's eggs? <laughs> they're disgusting. <laughs> like they they they're terrible. I honestly think they just take one of those molds and they pour in, you know, that fake egg. She, yeah. So Nicole brought uh, breakfast for us at uh, the Colors this year, and I just said, whatever you bring me, like make sure there's no eggs because Tim Horton's eggs they're they're not normal. They're not eggs. okay." Yeah, I like eggs, but not Tim Hortons eggs. You know what? That that makes a Which, lot of yeah, sense. Like, I, I like to cook. Like I'm a bit I'm a bit picky when it comes to what I'm eating. So yeah, Tim Hortons can take a lap. <laughs> oh boy! And then we got Andy Camrath for this oh. first of two questions. Okay. And this one, you already told me we couldn't. Uh, you couldn't really dis- disclose much information. Then he goes, "What's your favorite water park?" So. <laughs> So Andy knows what my, uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite water park. I'd say uh, I was in a deep, dark place when I went to that water park. Um, it, the rides were still fun, but uh, I was definitely in a dark place in my life when, uh, when I ended up visiting there. I'll take Andy there one day and we'll see how he likes it. All righty then. He's actually, yeah, no, we'll, we'll talk later about that. <laughs> and then our next question comes to us from William underscore Trillium on uh, Instagram. And he goes, what's your favorite track in Ontario? Now, we already covered that one with Jocasta, so if we want to change that one to a general racetrack, go right ahead. Um, yeah, so let's go Darlington, uh, South Carolina. So I've gone there, I think I've been there three or four times now, two or, two or three times for the, um, the Southern 500, the throwback weekends. Yep. And uh, actually met up with a bunch of buddies off iRacing that lived down in North Carolina, South Carolina. We ended up camping at a turn three. Uh, my first race there, I'm a big Kevin Harvick guy. That's why I run the 29. Um, 
first race there, he dominated the race. I was like, there's no way, like, I'm going to my first NASCAR race and Kevin Harvick's going to win. And uh, sure enough, he went into the pits for his last pit stop and his picker blew it for him and uh, threw it all away. But um, there's not, it's, it's crazy. There's nothing like that track. Like, it's, uh, South Carolina in uh, September, you know, it's 90 degrees during the day. You get that Carolina sunset at night, you know, pounding beers all day long in the state. <laughs> It's uh, it was a hell of a time. Uh, Darlington for sure is my favorite track. No, that's definitely a track I've, I've always wanted to go to. They, they're you definitely the more classic ones. Yeah, that or Martinsville. I went to Martinsville and like between eating all those hot dogs, those oh. Martinsville hot dogs. Let me tell you, I don't know the, if I could do it. Well, you can. It's just when you, you know, the next day when you go to the bathroom, you're like, should I do this again? Like, is, this where I, <laughs> is this where I want my life to go? And I'm telling you, you'll do it again. See, see that makes me more worried because uh i don't know if you remember much of nascar race day back in the uh, back in like oh, yeah early 2000 like 2010 ish when i because this is how vivid i have like i still remember like it, like it was yesterday i think it was like caitlin vincy or wendy venturini one of those two they walked into the garage stall during the uh the home depot one and they showed up on the up on the wall for the garage they were taking, they had their name and they Reward. were taking off how many hot dogs they had. I'm like, it's like, oh, Brad, Brad's wife is going to be mad at him when he gets home. And it's like 10 or 12 of them. I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at them like, man, that looks good. And now you're telling me that. I'm like, I don't know if I should. Oh, no. Yeah. You got to, if you ever get a chance to get out of Martinsville, trust me, you you can't say no to those hot dogs. No. They're like the most, they're the, they're the cheapest cut of meat and cheapest buns. <laughs> but for some reason, you know, whether I think it might just be the, the nostalgia behind the Martinsville hot dog, but the, the coleslaw, the mustard and everything on there, it's, ah, it's, it's <laughs> one of the All right. And then our last question comes to, comes to us again from Andy Camrath. Right. And he goes, how did it feel after your big heat win and how many women have slid into your DM since? <laughs> um, so the heat win obviously felt great. Um, how many women slid into my DMs after? <laughs> That's what he said. Um, I pretty much had to deactivate my Instagram account after that because <laughs> it blew up so much. Like it was crazy. Heat, heat winner, like uh, can't. Uh, it's hard to. It's hard to uh, rein in the the ropes on heat winners, but it was pretty cool that that weekend. Um, to get again a heat win, but it's still it's a win in my books um going back to andy's that night uh ryan semple uh, his wife rachel uh, everybody were there they actually bought a bottle of champagne to pop <laughs> for that so it was i got i got ridden pretty hard of when i was actually going to win any kind of a race and then when i actually do win a heat race it's like oh you just want to heat so it doesn't count so <laughs> now it's time to go get a feature but zero women slid into my uh, inbox i have more i have more guys sliding into my inbox about uh, how to cook food than <laughs> Than women on you know how much how fun is it to race you know what i'm gonna be honest the food that i've seen you make on your on you know on on your instagram page i'm like damn that looks good i'm like i want him to make some food for me one time just i'll, I'll cook man i love cooking <laughs> absolutely love cooking it, if you ever see me around the track i'm a big guy like you was like oh he likes food <laughs> <laughs> it's not the it's a, like the track sucks to cook at but like if, if flamborough could let me get behind the grill for the uh, what do they call it? the famous flam burger or the flam burger oh. i could add some stuff to that burger and let me tell you like it'd be next level oh dude i mean it's already good and then i get the you get the bacon on it for me and I'm like, oh it's yeah. already so good well anyways that actually wraps up our fan question period and of course we want to thank all our all everyone for submitting their questions no matter how ridiculous we will always ask them <laughs> absolutely because <laughs> to me they're they're it's still a question and it's still fun and it makes the conversation fun. That's the way I look at it. 100%. You know, you can't take this stuff too seriously, man. We're, no. just a bunch of, we're just a bunch of kids going around in circles. Like it's, uh, I don't know. We're not in NASCAR here. No, and that's the whole point of this. We're just here to have fun. And, and cause to, to me, this, this is something I've noticed <clears throat> to me since about 2010, probably, I feel like we've had a decline in personalities in racing. Or that we just don't see them very much. I agree. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm trying to force it, but I'm trying to help bring our, our, our sports personalities to the forefront. Because I, there, there, there's, there's other reasons.
but uh there's there's times i'm like you know i kind of want to get him on the show and then i'm like oh the people that he's he's around i'm like i don't know how i feel about them I was like, but <laughs> if you're <laughs> but it's past on your show, you shouldn't have to worry about anybody else as far as people who they hang around with <laughs> you, you know what i've had some i've had some cool people on the show you know I, I I just give I pretty much just hand John a two word sentence and he just goes off. So I mean, that, that that's pretty good for me. Um, but you how know the guys. Have, have had, how many times have you had Wally Wilson on now? Twice. Okay, so I need to be on more than Wally on this tournament <laughs> right now. Well, I mean, depending on depending on how the season goes, we may play through the off season, and if we do, we'll see where uh, where the off where where near the end of the season falls and. We'll have you come back on. Maybe, yeah, maybe it'll be after that first feature win. <laughs> or he hopefully, wins. They all count. hopefully, they still count. <laughs> they, there's still there's still a record of you winning a race. That's all that exactly. matters. Exactly. That's the way I look at it. You know, it's it's not about it. What what's what's that woman saying that they like to? It's not about the the size of the the sword, but it's how you use it. Or it's not about that. the. It's not about the. Well, I don't even know. <laughs> If don't anyone can help boat. us out, just Push put it on. Ocean. Yeah. If anyone can help us out, just, just throw them in our, on our Facebook comments. Like, just let us know. <laughs> just, just shut us down. Just <laughs> shut us down right now. Just, just any women who know what saying we're talking about, just drop them in the comment section on our, on our Facebook yeah. page on Tuesday there. Let us know uh, what exactly it is. Slide into my DM because yes. I slide in there after I win a heat. So slide in when I mess this up. Exactly. Right. Uh, <laughs> Oh man. But anyways, you know, hopefully I get out to sunset this summer. And if I do, I'm definitely going to come over and introduce myself to you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. And you know, same thing at Flamborough. If you ever, if you ever pop up over at Flamborough and you know, the CVMs are there, you know, damn well, I'm going to be there. 100%. So you know, I'll be either wearing this kind of sweater. I'll have my Joe media hat and I'll uh, have to get you some Paul Pepper Motorsport stuff. Like this have you, to like, I, slap hat on you or something. Man, I gotta get I gotta get more racing stuff. I got Meridville, I got Rain Morneau back over here in my in my storage already. I gotta get that stuff out for this season. I got a Rain Morneau shirt as well. And then uh I I actually was ashamed to wear it later. Because <laughs> so like I like Ray. So Ray bought one of my shirts, I bought one of his shirts just support each other and yeah you know, ray and i you know race uh, real clean around each other he's, he's a really good racer lots of talent um uh but then he he dumped chenoweth at uh, delaware <laughs> so after he dumped chenoweth at delaware i was like oh i don't know if i can wear his shirt anymore <laughs> like, especially around sean i think i'll be i'll be outcasted so i need to get uh, i either need to get a, a dana morno uh dana dessert t-shirt or i need to get like a a Wally Wilson t-shirt or something or something other than my Ray one. Cause now I think I just have to turn that into a shop rag. That's, that's what I was just about to say. Well, bring out the scissors Ray in front of Sean. Just start, yeah, start this guy means nothing to me, Sean. Nothing <laughs> to me. Well, I mean, if you ever want to check that out, we do, we actually had taught, we talked to Ray Morneau last summer, actually. So there's an episode if you want to go back and listen to as well. Uh, Absolutely. But you know, we, like I said, if you, you know, if we ever run into each other, I'll come over, say hi, introduce right. myself. And, uh, on, man. We, uh, we always got lots of cold beer in the uh in the uh, yeti for after the race so oh dude that, that, that's a racer's delight right there but anyways man you know we've been talking for quite a while here and i think it's uh you know it's sunday night i'm sure we, you got, both of us have work early in the morning tomorrow i don't i don't have oh. any work tomorrow so man. i uh, i'm <laughs> off for the next uh like 12 days so uh, oh dude I, lucky you yeah, so I work. I work two weeks. I'm off two weeks, so that's how I got okay. balance into the race life schedule. But uh, no, for sure, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's been really fun. I uh, hope uh, you know I can be on again and you know catch up. And um, yeah, just want to thank uh, my sponsor, HumberviewParts.ca, uh, for everything they do for us. And um, if you log on to uh, Parts at HumberviewParts.ca, you can order any any Isuzu or GM um, parts. And if you punch in code. Uh, promo code PPM29 is 29% off any single part. So get yourself on that website and get yourself some parts. That's awesome, man. Uh, is there anyone else, obviously, besides your sponsors that you want to thank for getting you here, uh, you know, throughout, throughout your racing career? No, it's basically been all me. <laughs> uh, there's nothing really that stands out to anybody, to be honest. Uh, no, there's there's so many people to thank. Um Obviously, uh, the Cam Rats uh, from uh, Doug, Anita, Craig, Andy, 
Warren, Leslie, like that whole family. Uh, I got to thank, uh, you know, um, starting me off, like I said, Chris Rubrock and Ashley Rubrock, those two people were big parts of my life, uh, starting off racing and, and their family, uh, on my buddy, Scotty, uh, my buddy, Lugo, uh, Brandon Johnson, Brian Sudsbury. Um, I know I'm going to miss a whole bunch of people here. Um, my mom and dad, obviously everybody up at work that, you know, cheer on, you know, they love tuning into G force TV and cheering on the car and, asking how race weekends go it's uh it's it's honestly been nothing but support and i've met so many great people through uh through racing uh it's truly uh truly uh hu- uh humiliating and you know just you know being able to uh sit back and see how many people actually support the whole thing so yeah just thanks to everybody that cheers on the 29 every weekend and awesome. those that don't i like the ones <laughs> that don't too yeah they're all hacks anyways right exactly no <laughs> challenge hacks <laughs> All right, Paul, thank you. Thank you again so much for jumping by with us this week and stopping by and uh, talking some racing with us. Hey, I appreciate it. And I hope to catch up with you again, man. Stop by the trailer whenever you're absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have you back on it uh, probably by the end of the year as well. So that's good. All right, man. Have a good night. Bye. All right, guys, that was driver the number 29 from North Bay, Ontario, Mr. Paul Pepper. Of course, we want to thank Paul for jumping on with us this week, and it was a pleasure chat with him and getting to know him. And uh, one thing I'm going to say is I, I I feel bad for how far he has to travel when uh, he races at Delaware or Peterborough because that is definitely not a short drive for him. Um, you know, like I said, guys, we are I, – I think I, I can't remember if I said it prior or not now, but uh, we are slammed with guests all the way through June. But if you guys are still, if you guys, if any drivers from Ontario, Canada, uh, Canada in general, obviously, you know, we got tons of racetracks up here. Um, I don't want to hear for just from Ontario drivers. I want to hear from all forms of difficult, all forms of discipline going across this great country, as well as the States. If you're an American racer who would like to be a guest here on the true North racing podcast, please feel free to reach out to us at Joe media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let's uh, let's get you lined up. I'm booking into June now, so if you guys would like to be a guest, please feel free to reach out. Um, love to have you guys on. Before we close out, because I don't want to I don't want to take too long and say something I shouldn't be saying. I have to give a big big shout out to my friends over at Lift the Visor and uh, Driver Cal. If you guys don't know what either of them are, I feel bad for you, son. But Lift the Visor is a uh, mental health advocacy to help uh, lift the visor on mental illness, mental health, really, in motorsports. Um, I've known Jory per, uh, for the past year. Man is is a, is a godsend. He's a saint. He's been a good, dear friend of mine. From the moment we talked from an awkward message on TikTok to now, um, I love the guy to death. He's, he's an amazing guy. So proud of how far he's come and everything he's done with the visor, and I can't, I can't say anything bad about him. Uh, I know you guys can't see it because we don't put a whole lot of video content out, but behind me in our makeshift studio and on my set, I have a race helmet. I won in a raffle a couple years ago. Uh, I think it was actually beginning of last year. And I got a small lift the visor sticker from Jory uh, last year. And I was like, you know what? Let me put it on there. So I did. And if you guys have seen my TikToks, there's a couple of them I have. Uh, with the lift the visor sticker on and I'm so proud of Jory and everything he's done and I love supporting him so I got to give a big shout out to Jory I also got to give a big shout out to my friends over at driver Cal those guys oh when Brad reached out to me last year uh, Brad Halton of uh, driver Cal reached out to me last year about coming on the show and you know we we talked for a while about racing and, and what driver Cal meant to him and you know those uh that, he's he's a, he's one heck of a guy. He's a, he's a real nice gentleman, and uh, you know, I, I can't say nothing bad about Driver Cal. Uh, if you guys haven't seen what Driver Cal was or have heard our episode with uh, George, with Brad, sorry, he uh, he has it's a website that is based around motorsports events here in Canada in Ontario, where you guys can go to drivercal.com, search in the area you guys are looking to go find a any kind of car event going on, and you guys are going to be able to find something in your area or even elsewhere as well, which is awesome. I've used it a couple times now, you know, a few times just to go out and see what's going on. And, you know, su- such a friendly, fr- family friendly user 
uh, it's user friendly. You know, it's lots of fun. Uh, you know, I, I've been supporting them for the past year. Uh, you know, they've supported me. Uh, I have a post up on social media, uh, you know, saying I support motorsports, which I do. I strongly stand behind the message that they deliver through their drivercal.com and everything that they are doing. So, you know, hopefully this year I get to go out and see them, meet them at an event and, uh, see, see what's going on with them. So thank you to Brad and, uh, Jory for being big supporters of the true North racing podcast. And, uh, hopefully we can do a little something here in the future, which, uh, uh, we have talked about if you guys are, <laughs> but if you guys haven't listened to our episodes, we got Jory Elliott and Brad Halton, both on their own separate episodes, uh, go through our library on the true North racing podcast on Facebook or on Instagram, on Apple, Google, or Spotify, and go have yourself a listen and see what these guys are all about. Cause trust me, they're the real deal. Um, other than that, guys, I got nothing else for you. But the only one thing I will say is we are looking for partners. If uh, you have a business that you would like to promote here on the True North Racing Podcast, we'd love to get in touch with you and uh, set something up and see, you know, if you guys would like to uh, uh, be partner partner up with us on the show. Uh, please reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or my email, uh, jomopromos at gmail.com, jomopromos at gmail.com. Um, other than that, guys, I got nothing else for you. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media Promotions. Make sure you guys are staying tuned next Sunday at around noon to see who our guest will be. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, following us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our YouTube page. And make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, and sharing the crap out of the True North Racing Podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Thank you to everyone who listens to the show each and every week. Thank you for all our fans who submit questions each and every week. And, of course, thank you to our guests who make this all possible. Because I know damn well y'all will never hear listen to me if I talked in an hour straight about racing. Uh, like I said, if you guys want to be guests on the show going forward, reach out to us and uh, we'll get you in. We'll get you in a slot. So I, once again, everyone, my name is John Morrison. You guys are listening to the True North a Racing Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media and Promotions. See y'all next week. Bye now. Yeah.